Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add Fruit and Flourishing in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Thank you, Podgo, for supporting this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fruit and Flourishing podcast. Whether this is your first time here or you've been along for the entire journey, I'm so happy you are here with me today. My name is Lisa Madison. I'm the owner of The Flourishing Space, where I offer one-on-one coaching, specializing in intuitive eating disorder recovery, personal development, goal setting, confidence, and much more. And I work with kids, teens, and adults, and it's a lot of fun. So for more information on coaching, workshops, and all that stuff, you can visit my website, theflourishingspace.ca, and follow my Instagram and Facebook at The Flourishing Space. While I have you here, please leave this podcast a rating and review as it's so appreciated and honestly really helps the show out. And like I always say, good karma will only come your way. Thank you. You're beautiful. Hello. I love you. Hi, I am sitting here. If you hear my dog Luna in the back, she is sleeping right beside me and she's been dreaming on and off. So she kind of like runs in her sleep and lets out like these little whimpers. I just took her on a two hour long walk. Yeah, we were out for like two hours. Um, I purposely tried to tire her out knowing that I have a lot of work to do after and hoping she'll just like sleep for a lot of it. So we went on a nice long walk in the beautiful sunshine. We played in the park, threw a stick for her. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we were walking. She has this, like, why do I buy her toys? She has this thing, you know, those plastic things that like flowers come in, like the plastic pots. She loves those. She had one at Ryan's house, like a big one that she kept and played with for months. And there was one on the sidewalk just like on the side of somebody's lawn and she found it and she went crazy and I'm like trying to control her because we're at a four-way stop sign and I'm like trying to control her with the leash and she was going insane like jumping up and pouncing at it and like throwing it in the air and anybody stopped at the stop sign just like stopped and watched her and were laughing so hard um it was the cutest thing ever so I'm very happy she's here with me today Um, I was supposed to be at Ryan's house, but I had a bit of a breakdown yesterday and we won't get into it. I don't know if it's like PMS or I I just kind of, maybe I was overworking myself. I may have have spread myself a little too thin this week, Um, but it's all good. It's all good. I posted this in my Instagram story, but I was, so I was having a breakdown as I do, just like crying and okay, here's the thing. When I PMS, like I PMS hard and I've kind of talked about um, what happens when you lose your period and then you get it back. I have a full episode about how I did not have a period obviously due to my eating disorder and it just came back. um, How many months are we now? I don't know. It came back in 2020 at some point and basically when it comes back after being gone for so long, 
you kind of have to look at it as if your body is in a sense going through puberty again. So my periods have been really bad, like cramps through the roof and whatever that means. And like my PMS is ridiculous. And I know that I'm going to get my period when I start becoming extremely indecisive and I'm already indecisive as is like I'm a Libra. That's hello. Um, I, I, it's like a mix of being very easygoing and just like not, not really caring, but at the same time, like maybe not standing up for myself as much or just getting flustered when I have to make a decision. So when I'm PMSing, it's a whole other level. So yesterday I couldn't decide if I wanted to stay home or if I wanted to go to Ryan, like, oh my God, if I wanted to go to the cottage, like I was a mess to the point where all I can do is just stand and cry. I even was like smacking the floor at one point because I was so frustrated because I literally couldn't make a decision. Anyways, moving on, I was driving my mom to the car shop and I was like, crying and venting in the front seat and the first car we drove behind the license plate was it'll be fine and my mom looked at it she's like look at that lease deep press it'll be fine and I'm like that was a sign and like I also I know it's gonna be fine like Lisa chill out you know but that was a sign and instantly I actually did feel better and Sometimes you just need a good cry, okay? Can we just normalize the fact that sometimes you just have to cry and there doesn't have to be like a full reason behind it? Like sometimes you, it just like builds up and you need to release all of these feelings and these emotions. And I did, and I'm feeling great now. So that's that. But let's talk about some highlights going on, okay? I haven't done this in a while. I wanna talk about some good things going on in my life. Number one, patios. They're now open in Ontario thank God. Like literally, thank God. My best friend and I did patio hopping last week and we had so much fun. And all I could think was like, I am so happy to be here because it feels so good to have a sense of normalcy. And you can tell all of the servers and the managers and the owners are just like ecstatic to be back at work. So very happy to be there. Speaking of normalcy, I have officially booked my second dose of the vaccine for next week. I really hope it doesn't have a serious effect on me, like I get sick or anything. However, I strategically booked that in case it does happen. I'll be okay. But yeah, as early as next week, I'll be fully vaxxed. Vaxxed and relaxed, baby. Which also means, as announced a couple days ago, earlier this week, as of July 5th, fully vaccinated individuals can travel to the States without the quarantine. I think that's right. I could be wrong. I'm not very good on the whole news front. Hopefully I worded that right. But this is huge because as some of you may know, my sister and her husband live in New Jersey and we haven't been able to see them since Christmas. They came for Christmas, but they had to do like a full quarantine on the government's watch. And I think this past almost two years, I've only seen my sister twice. So that's very exciting. And I'm just kind of... I'm excited to get to the point where we're able to visit each other without the added stress um, and everything like that. So lots of good things happening. Lots of good things happening. I've also been meaning to do this for a while. 
I have actually wanted to talk to you guys about some of my book recommendations on here. And I know that's not what all of us are here for, but if you're like me and you're a big bookworm, then you might appreciate this. Like I love when I land on book TikTok or hear people talk about their favorite books because I'm always looking for new ones. However, my summer reading collection right now is quite large because my mom just cleaned out her collection. She is also a huge bookworm. And now I have this massive pile on my bedroom floor of books that I want to crush and I put them in order of what I want to read. So yeah. And normally I only read nonfiction. However, I've been really into fiction, especially thrillers lately. I just, I love a good, easy read that kind of keeps you hooked. Um, I do love nonfiction though, because personally I enjoy learning about other people's lives and their stories, but I don't know. It's good to switch it up a little bit. So over the past couple of months, um, I've read quite a few, but some of my favorites are number one, know my name. I can't recommend this enough. Everybody read it. This is written by Chanel Miller. Um, who is the victim of the Stanford sexual assault case with Brock Turner. I don't really know what to say. Like you just have to read it. It will put a lot into perspective. She is incredible. And reading her story brought me to tears. Um, It made me angry. It made me proud. It just all of the things. So I can't recommend that enough. My Dark Vanessa is another book that actually two of my friends and I read as our first book club that we spontaneously started. This is, um, it's by Kate Russell. And although it's very dark and uncomfortable, it's also like you can't put it down. And it's, it's interesting in the way you see the character development throughout it. And you really start to realize like how sick and twisted some of the characters in this are and how manipulative it is and how manipulative people can be. Um, It's almost like a frustrating read. Like it's frustrating to hear like the men in this. So I I just really, really recommend that one. Um, And then some fiction thrillers I love are Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. No lie. I finished this book in like three days because it was so exciting and I couldn't put it down. Um... What else did I read? Oh, I read Little Fires Everywhere and Sharp Objects. I think that's what it's called. Those are pretty good. Yeah, they were like, I don't know. They were okay. Not like, I, I wouldn't read them again. You know what I mean? Um, there is this book that my mom recommended to me. And she told me that the ending was so good. And let me tell you, it was. And this book had so many plot twists, like I couldn't put it down. And here's the problem. Neither of us can freaking remember the name of the book. And I have searched high and low and I can't even find the book in my house anymore. So here's a quick synopsis. A husband and wife live together. The wife is a painter, but she has extreme mental illness and alcohol abuse and she won't admit it. Um, And she invites her friend named Grace from college to come stay with her. And Grace is a pretty shitty friend to her. And I don't want to give too much away. But if anybody recognizes this, can you please tell me because I'm going insane. If I remember it or somebody tells me, I will post it on my story or something. But yeah, really incredible book. The ending will like, you know, throw you for a loop, whatever that means. Um, Yeah. And anyways, I'm currently reading Lies, Lies, Lies by Adele Parks. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. 
those are some of my recommendations. I will keep them coming as the weeks go on because the reading never stops and we all need to take a break from those screens and learn about someone else or get lost in another world for a bit. You know what I mean? Anyways, that was a lot of talking about myself. Thank you for coming to my book club. Let's get into today's topic a bit more. I feel like what I wanted to talk about today has kind of been a common theme lately with myself, with friends, clients, whoever. I feel like there's been a lot of negative self-talk going on. And I know for myself, when there's something going on in my life that isn't quite aligning, I tend to take it out on me. And I'm super mean to myself, which results in me losing motivation and just kind of getting into a negative headspace. And when you take time off from doing positive mindset work and personal development, it really catches up to you. And you might feel more negative and down than normal, maybe more irritable, maybe more defensive, emotional, which is why this is a reminder that there is truly no end to personal development. You just have to keep working and growing. Like sometimes I'll go two weeks without putting in any positive self-work on myself, which for me is like journaling and goal setting and affirmations and listening to positive podcasts or meditations. And when I go without it, I can truly feel it coming down on me. So I'm like, oh yeah, duh. Like I haven't been working on my mindset. Therefore, I'm speaking more negative to myself and about myself. And for those who are just starting their journeys and trying to get out of a negative headspace and actually speak nicer to themselves, it does take practice. It takes actively challenging those negative thoughts that have overcome your brain. And let's be real, it is naturally easier to be negative than it is to be positive. I'm not sure why that is. I'm not sure why our brains are engraved that way, but it does take additional personal work to be able to think and speak more positively, especially to yourself. One of my favorite things to do with my clients is ask them to tell me I'm ugly or I'm unsuccessful or that they hate my body and instantly they get super uncomfortable and they don't want to do it. They say, no, that's mean. I would never speak to you that way. All the things. And then I'm like, you know, bring it on. I can take it, but they still won't, which then raises the question Why is it so hard for you to say nasty things to someone you care about, but it's so easy for you to say nasty things to yourself? Because then when I flip the switch and say, okay, it's time to write out your strengths and thing you strengths, excuse me, and things you love about yourself, instant uncomfiness. It becomes a huge challenge and an awkward one at that. Why? Because we're so used to putting ourselves last and not caring about how we truly think or feel about ourselves. We've been affected throughout our lives, throughout school, friends, family, experiences, whatever, with negative thoughts or opinions. I want you to think of these negative things as huge walls in your brain. And picture yourself, you're trying to walk through the hall, but those huge walls of negativity just keep standing in the way. One wall might say, I'm fat. One wall says, I don't deserve this. Maybe one wall says, I can't do this. Another wall says, I'm not enough. Now, the only way to get down the hall is to knock those walls down. And it's really going to take you actively challenging them to do so. So 
It all starts by speaking positive affirmations into your head. If you're constantly telling yourself, I'm ugly, well, we have to challenge that because that's not true. Challenge it by saying, I'm beautiful inside and out. I am confident. Write it down. Scream it out loud. You won't believe it at first. I know that. But it's going to take practice. You consistently writing out these affirmations or saying them and talking back to that negative thought until you push that wall down. That's what's going to happen. It's going to push that negative thought right out of your brain. If you're telling yourself, I'm fat, I hate my legs, I hate my body. Well, guess what? We're not asking you to love the way your body looks every day. But this is one the one body you have and it's keeping you alive right now. It's allowing you to conquer anything you want in the world. Next time you challenge that thought, you challenge that wall by saying, I appreciate my body for keeping me alive, for letting me run, walk, breathe, dance, and enjoy life. Your body is your shell of a beautiful, wonderful soul, and you need that shell. Don't be so hard on it. All it's trying to do is root for you. So speak these thoughts into existence and quite literally fake it till you make it. If you want to be a business owner who is making millions every year with tons of customers and employees, well then start acting like it. Start acting like that's your reality before you even have a website. Pretend that's already you. If you know what you want your future lifestyle to look like, start playing the part because that's when it's really spoken into reality and that's when the work, the motivation, the passion will all lead you to that being real. If you don't feel confident, wake up and start faking it. Act confident and then you will become confident. What you want, you have to speak into existence because that is what's going to make it a reality for you. I promise you, the more you challenge those negative self-thoughts with the positive ones, those walls will fall down. It's all about mind over matter, right? How we think becomes how we feel and how we feel becomes how we act. So if we're constantly talking negative to ourselves, that's the person we're portraying. But you need to think about who you want to be. Do you want to love yourself? Do you want to like yourself? Do you want to wake up every day this confident human being? Because that's totally possible. And that's who you are. We just have these walls built up that kind of um, overshadowed the true, true human beings we are. The nicer you are to yourself, the more positive you become. The more you appreciate life, the more you appreciate the people and the things in your life, the more you thrive in everything you care about doing in life. And the truth is, in the end, we are all we have. This is a very morbid thought and it's not something I enjoy thinking about, but truly, everything, that was Luna, everything, everyone in our lives can be taken away from us and we are only left with ourselves. So if I was ever left just me alone in the world, I want to be someone I like. I want to be someone I enjoy. I want to be able to be my own best friend. We are all we have guys. That's it. All right, guys. That's all I have for you today. Just remember, you are worthy and 100% deserving of putting yourself and your mindset first. You are so worthy of loving yourself. You are all incredible human beings and you're doing amazing things. So go knock those walls down. I believe in you. Get to work, baby. 
Anywho, for today's affirmation, I will say it twice on the second time. Say it in your head. Maybe you write it down or say it out loud. Let's start right now. Positive self-talk. Here we go. I am worthy of loving myself. I am worthy of giving myself the attention I deserve. I am worthy of loving myself. I am worthy of giving myself the attention I deserve. Hell yeah, you are. Stay happy, stay healthy, eat your fruit, and keep flourishing.